I was drifting away on life's pitiless sea when the angry waves threatened my ruin to be. When away at my side there I dimly described a stately old vessel and loudly I cried, Ship Once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you at this time. Brother Mon speaking, our program here called The Mariner's Call. What a wonderful opportunity God has given this old fisherman, say, by the grace of God many, many years ago, uh, to have the opportunity to speak to so many people in this vast unseen radio audience. Hey, by the way, thank you for contacting us. If you ever like to contact Brother Mon, I'm here in the port of Bon Secours, Alabama. We're in the southernmost part of the state of Alabama here in the U.S. I live right right on the Gulf, right here close to the Gulf of Mexico. Really, actually, in front of the studios here is the Bon Secours, the Bon Secours River, which runs into Bon Secours Bay, which is part of Mobile Bay, which runs into the Gulf of Mexico, which if you were to go west to the Pacific, you go to the east of the Atlantic. Uh, Some people say, Brother Juan, you got water on the brain, but it's so good to be with you. I'm so glad that the Lord many, many years ago took me off of an old boat and placed me in the book of God. And in this book, I found a great Savior. I not only found a great Savior, but I found a great sinner. And all the old sinner was me. And the Savior was the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm so thankful that he died for me. And we're going to sort of be in something a bit controversial. We did this on our five-minute program uh, on this uh, station. Some of the stations airs our little program called The Fisherman's Five-Minute Look at the Book. If you'll call the station, they'll tell you exactly when this is aired. And uh, I want to talk about something a bit controversial. And I want to ask the question, can a saved man ever be lost? I did say saved man. You know, I didn't just say religious man. I said, could a saved man ever be lost? We'll see what the Bible has to say. Once again, if you'd like to contact us, if you're close to a computer, it's as close as that keyboard, F-O-M-M, and that dot, that period, uh, O-R-G, F-O-M-M, that's Fishers of Men, F-O-M, we think about F-O-M-M dot O-R-G, that'll bring you directly to us. You can sort of sift around through what's that. Stay away from the photo. Uh, by the way, it would literally scare you to death. I've had some people that see me, they say, Brother Mon, your body doesn't match your voice. Well, I've found a lot of people like that, if you know what I'm talking about. But let us know if we can help you in any way whatsoever. In the, in the Think about the particular statement that I made. Could a saved man ever be lost? This is a question that actually circles the religions of the world. And the consensus of most people is this. Could a saved man ever be lost? Most people will say, well, of course, because salvation, you can be saved and then fall by the wayside and then back up again, saved for the wayside, saved and lost, saved and lost over and over many times. And yet, you know, the Bible doesn't teach that. The Bible is so clear as to the matter of salvation. And we'll, we'll look at this. A lot of confusion here in the religious world today. And once again, many people teach that salvation can be forfeited. They call it falling falling from grace, you know. 
And as far as the Bible is concerned, the Bible is my textbook. And I'm not trying to take the Bible. Take the Bible in its clearest form. Not trying to twist something around to make it say something it doesn't say. Could a saved man ever be lost? Once again, now as I get started, I want you to understand we're talking about a saved man. Uh, I've seen uh, Baptist men. Uh, you said, uh, could they ever be lost? Why, of course. Methodist, Presbyterian, good people. We think about denominational people, you know. All the religion, we think about all the different denominations of the world, you know. I'm even American. Could an American ever be lost? Why, of course, but not a saved man. A saved man now could never be lost. Now, once again, you're not listening to me. I'm talking about someone saved, not someone that just believes in God. The devils believe and tremble. Not just somebody that goes to church. I'm talking about a saved man. Not just somebody that ties. I'm talking about a saved man. Not somebody that just can sing a beautiful song, a beautiful hymn. I'm talking about a saved man. Could that saved man ever be lost? In the New Testament, the book of John, John chapter 10, in verse 28, our Savior comes to the scene. He talks about his sheep. And he says concerning his sheep, and I give unto them eternal life. And they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my Father's hand. All right. First of all, it says out of his hand, and then out of his Father's hand. Such a clear verse of Scripture. And I give unto them, let's see what the Scripture said, and I give unto them eternal life. Uh, what is that? How long is eternal life? They said, well, as long as you hold out. Oh, no, 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 that, that's not what it said. It said, I give unto them eternal life. How long is eternal life? Well, it's as long as he gives it to you. Oh, no, no, no. He said, concerning his sheep, they have eternal life. For me, I was converted to Christ in 1966. And it was the month of January. I was given eternal life. How long is this life? It's forever. Now, once again, it's just for the saved. I'm not talking about just religious people. You said, Brother Mon, I know someone that went down to the altar and they prayed and they're living for the devil now. Hey, hey, they have to be saved first. A lot of people, I've seen people pray all kind of prayers, boo-hooed, wept, and went away and didn't live for God. My friend, you've got to be saved before you can be secured. You understand what I'm talking about? And of course, if a per you said, could a person be saved and then go out and do things that's wrong? Oh, oh yes, but you forget something's going to happen. The Bible says, whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth and scourgeth every son. If someone could be saved and they didn't get chastened by the Lord if they did wrong, then they're an illegitimate child. You've got to be saved first before you can have security. But as far as the Bible is concerned, Jesus said, I give unto them eternal life. And then he says, they shall never perish. He says, they shall never perish. You're not listening. Some people have shake their head. It says, they shall never perish. I never will have to worry about perishing. Why? Because I'm a saved, born-again child of God. Now, if I was only religious, I could fall by the wayside. If I was just a good person, I could fall by the wayside. If all I did was tithe my God, I could fall by the wayside. I'm talking about a saved, born-again child of God. If we're one of God's children, my friend, salvation is forever. Now, to undo that, and a lot of people just say, well, I, I'm not going to believe it. Well, I'll tell you what you can do. If you could delete part of the Bible... If you could just cut it out, what you'd have to do is take John chapter 10, now in verse 27, just take the scissors and cut it out. But if you cut it out, I could get you another verse. You cut another verse, I'd get you another one. You cut that out, I could get you another. See, there's no end to that. As far as the Bible is concerned, you forget concerning God's word. God's word is forever 
settled in heaven. Just because you do away with it here, that doesn't mean that it's uh, done away with in heaven, and we're going to be judged by the book when we get there, you know. It's forever settled in heaven. In fact, not one jot or one tittle is going to pass from the law till all be fulfilled. You want to believe you can be saved today and lost tomorrow? Well, you'd have to delete part of the Bible. Not only that, but you, what you'd have to do is you'd have to dethrone the Savior. You said, what do you mean, dethrone the Savior? Why, he's our high priest. Was it Hebrews chapter 7, verse 24? Wherefore he is able also to save to the uttermost that coming to God by him, seeth he ever liveth to make intercession for them. To be saved and lost, you'd have to dethrone the high priest. My Savior is there making intercession for me right now. When the adversary makes, points his finger my way and makes an accusation, I have Jesus as an intercessor. He's also called my advocate. I have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. So what you'd have to do, you'd have to take and cut out part of the Bible, and then you'd have to take and dethrone the high priest. And what you'd have to do is just get rid of the power of God. We think about God's powers revealed in the Bible in salvation through his blood. You'd have to deny the power of the blood to save, my friend. I believe that the blood of Christ, what well, we, we see in our, our churches, you know, there's power in the blood. You know, there's a fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's veins, and sinners plunge beneath that flood, lose all their guilty stains, my friend. Dear dying lamb, thy precious blood shall never lose its power. You have to deny the power of God, deny the power of the blood. You said, what do you mean deny the power of God? Because, my friend, I didn't save myself. It was God that saved me. If I could save myself, then I could unsave myself because I'd be saved by works. The problem with some of you folk that believe you're saved by doing something is you can undo it. But if God does the saving, if God puts you in his family, and in the Bible it's called the new birth, you can't undo the new birth. Could you enter the second time in your mother's womb and be born? Didn't you read that in John chapter 3? You can't be born again over and over, be born again and again and again and again. The birth is only once. But my friend, salvation is of the Lord. So the God that saved me is the God that keeps me. First Peter chapter 1, verse 7, concerning keeping power. It says, who are kept by the power of God. So just deny the power of God. You said, I've had people say, well, I'm still not going to believe it. Just deny the power of God. I've had people say, I believe in the Holy Ghost. Well, Bless your heart. I'm glad you do. So do I. But many people that believe in the Holy Ghost believe, uh, deny the power of the Holy Ghost. You said, well, what are you talking about? In the book of Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 30, what's the Holy Spirit's job in this matter of salvation? You know, Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 30, it says, and grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby you are sealed unto the day of redemption. Oh, how about that? I'd have to deny the power of the Holy Ghost because the Holy Ghost seals me unto the day of redemption. Can you be unsealed? Why, of course not. The the power of God to be just broke, no good. My friend, it's the Spirit of God's power that seals me unto the day of redemption. What you'd have to do, if to be saved and lost again, you'd have to delete, take part of the Bible away. You'd have to dethrone the high priest. You'd have to deny the power of God, the power of the blood, the power of the Holy Spirit. It never will work.
I'm glad I'm saved forever. It's so beautifully seen in the Bible. You say, Brother Mon, what if I mess up? Then the Lord deals with you as like you used to deal with your children. Whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth, and scourgeth every son whom he receiveth. You know, you say, Brother Mon, have you ever gone astray? Oh, yes. Have you ever felt uh, the Lord's belt, the Lord's whip, the Lord's switch, so to speak? Why, of course. You know, you said, what is that? That's attesting to your salvation experience, what God has done for you. Whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth and scourgeth every son whom he receiveth. And then, my friend, back in the narrow way, concerning the children of God, God's children, concerning God's sheep, they're always sheep. So, could a saved man ever be lost? Why, of course not. Unless you could take part of the Bible away. Unless you could take Jesus off his throne. Unless you could take the power of God, the power of the blood, the power of the Holy Spirit, and break it. My friend, no. It'll never be done. I'm glad concerning the matter of salvation, I'm saved forever. No man able to pluck me out of the Father's hand. I've been given eternal life. I'm glad concerning the matter of salvation security, it was removed from me and what I was trying to do in life many years ago to what God has done. And when my attention goes to the direction of God and the work of God, I see salvation is forever. If we can help you. Anyway, please feel free to correspond with us. Such a blessing to be with you by means of radio. And uh, once again, if even if you'd like to write to us, if you call the station, they'll tell you, give you a way whereby you can write to us as far as even snail mail is concerned. I hope you're a believer. Trust Christ, my friend. His work is forever. Until next week, the same time, Fisher Munn saying goodbye.